Welcome to the Mental Mom Show. I'm Megan Farr, a therapist and mother of two by day, and a coffee-drinking ADHD maniac basic white girl. But most importantly, I'm the Mental Mom host by night. And I'm Casey Harper, the producer slash art director slash boyfriend and moral support slash whatever Megan needs. Megan. It's Saturday night in the Mental Mom Studios. How are you? Oh, I'm just thrilled to be here. Aren't you? Yeah. Episode 20. That's exciting. The big 2-0. 2-0. Goes downhill from here, right? No, that's 30. Who says that? Why do you have to turn this into a negative? No, that's just all I ever heard when I was getting older. It was like, oh, it's all downhill when you turn oh, 30. Oh, okay. It's a dumb joke. Seriously. Seriously. Okay, let's check in with you. I'm great. That I've is... figured out what, well, potentially figured out my problem. Okay, tell me. Tell us. Well, we were discussing, you know, healthy living. Yes. And I've been having a lot of, like, joint pain, inflammation, and... A big part of it, I think I realized today, is my diet. And? And the problem is I switched back over to 2% milk because I think I have a lactose problem. And maybe, from what we were reading, a gluten problem. Maybe. But I don't think it's the gluten. I think we'll get there eventually, um, but I think that you're a little bit anti-gluten-free, people. Maybe. You're scared. I think it's more of a dairy thing. but You want it to be a dairy thing. Yeah. Because so. you don't want to be a gluten-free person because... Because it's not real. <laughs> you know, that's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Why? Because uh, gluten been... doesn't exist on a flat earth. Oh, my gosh. No, it's possible because we, we were talking about... He does believe in with, gluten allergies, With everyone. the yogurt. And like that, I was eating it the Chibani's and stuff like the, the Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt. It's just so happens to be gluten free, right? Unbeknownst to me. So I just went to um, a continuing education thing on nutrition and food and mood and how how nutrition affects our mood and mental health and all that. So Casey and I have been um, just kind of talking about things I learned there, and then you've been a big proponent of clean eating for a long time not that either one of us stick to yeah i've fallen off the the wagon i was really good about it but that's what i'm saying i discovered today as we were looking back as we were looking back it's like well when i was doing eating really clean Mm -hmm. and i wasn't drinking like two percent milk and dairy i was drinking almond milk and you know these things that all just started adding up because now i'm drinking i switched back to dairy two percent you know that type of thing right and i'm pretty sure that that's what it is because we today we finally got out our ddp yoga yeah stuff did we work out no did we read we all read about the book. it we made a plan we got the schedule got a schedule i'm pumped and we're doing it and we read about his nutritional downloaded recommendations. the app yeah and um tell me the name diamond diamond dallas page diamond dallas page He's a wrestler, former wrestler. wrestler. That's right. I don't really know much about him at all other than what you've told me in the clips I've seen. I love his intensity. Yeah, he's he was for, I mean, he was a really good wrestler in his time. I mean, he had his moment for sure, but there was one thing that was always going to be, he was going to entertain you. Am I going to learn how to hit you with a chair and not actually injure you? No, because wrestling's real, so. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's a whole nother topic that we could have. <laughs> okay. Oh, I like this guy. He um, is intense and hilarious, and I can't wait to actually, like, work out with him. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Because now you have the app. You I have the app. Do, you can do it on the app. You don't need the DVDs. Nope, and there's a kid's workout. Yeah, you can get the little whippersnappers. Working snapping. out with me. Yoga. So it's yoga 
but what does he call it? This ain't yo- your mama's yoga. This ain't your mama's yoga. Yeah, it's funny. So we're doing that. We're reading into, um, not reading into, looking into, reading about different kind of homeopathic ways to treat our ailments. Like Casey, as I always say, acts like an old man, talks like an old man, complains about not only the weather, but uh, joint pain. And he's 32. I lived so, a hard life. My yeah. 20s were really rough. <laughs> and I am always looking for something to help my mood, um, my mood stability, if you will. Yeah. So, yeah, join us on that journey. We will um, not post our progress online. No. We will not post any before and after pictures. We will just verbally tell you when we feel like it how it's going. Sound Word. good? Word. Yeah. Word. So you're feeling great. Okay. How are you? I'm great. How do you like this this little drink I made you? Oh, yeah. Um, what What is this? This is the, um, I call it the Capri Cosmo. Oh, that's disappointing. So. I thought it was going to have some cool mental mom name. Well, maybe we can figure one out, but let me tell you about it, and then you can help me come up with one. All moms know this. Dads probably do too, but I don't know if they're as resourceful or creative. Probably. Um, after I saw that video you sent me about when it was like funny clips from dads, um, when dads are left home alone. Oh, yeah, when mom's away. When mom's away. Yeah. Okay, so this baby was on a iRobot. What are they? Those Roombas? A Roomba. A Roomba. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the little a, cleaner thing. Um, there was a baby in a box taped on <laughs> Onto the Roomba. The Roomba, which is so funny to me because my parents just got... Yeah, that thing's effing cool. Well, my parents have... I want one. My my mother has named hers... Joy. Joy. Because it... Brings it, joy. It brings her joy because she, you know, they just did the KonMari thing. Um, and so it sparks joy. And then she has... So one does like dry floors... And one does wet floor. Or like No, they got one that mops. One that mops. And then one that sweeps. Joy sweeps? Joy sweeps. And what did, she, my, what did my mom name the other one? I don't remember. I was too caught up in joy. <sighs> joy. Something. Oh, well, That's what she said. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? That? Oh, yeah. So, oh, my God. The I drink. Can't. The drink. Okay. If you've ever had maybe a little bit of vodka, but nothing to... Or rum, maybe like some hard liquor, which I don't do very often, but you know, once in a while, it's been a long day, and you don't have anything to mix, and you don't feel like going to the store, check the fridge, guys, because you might have a Capri Sun. Is that what's in here? Yeah. Oh. Well, there's cranberry juice. I was trying to make this like a real Cosmo, but... That's too fancy for me. I don't know. Okay, a Cosmopolitan. Fooled me. Usually has cranberry juice, vodka, Cointreau, like this liqueur... And then, like, a lime rimmer. Like a zest? A zest of lime. I don't know. Yeah. So, and some, like, lime juice. I didn't have all that. I had, we got, we had cranberry juice, vodka. And a lime. Lime. And I thought, you know, what's this? Oh, I know what this is missing. Some tropical Capri Sun. Mm. So. I like it. Yeah. I was going to, like, post a recipe, and then I'm like, oh, I'm not Rachel Hollis. Or any of these other people who post their lifestyle stuff who are like, I don't post my own recipes. Your alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, wait, just wait. There are, I know, moms out there who have used their kids' juice boxes for an alcoholic I'm sure. mixer. I'm sure. And it's being resourceful. Because you can't Very leave the kids at home to go get the right supplies. So you like the mommy juice. Is that what we're calling it? Mommy juice? Mommy juice. That's one idea. I don't think I made that up by any means. Capri Cosmo? You don't think that's kind of catchy? It's not mom, mental mom stuff. You don't think so? All right. No. What if we did like an M with a little two, like M squared Capri Cosmo? <laughs> hey, no. you know what? We'll take suggestions at thementalmomshow yeah. we'll, we'll at gmail.com. Ideas and then we'll do a poll. Okay. That sounds good. Do you have anything ripped from the headlines? No. Okay, that's fine because our whole show topic in a little bit. I haven't really been on the interwebs lately. You haven't been on the interwebs. Have you been on the deep web? No, I uh, using some Bitcoin, which I, I was know working, means. and then I had you know adult things to do. That sounded mysterious, like you're. 
yeah like well i had to, like, money my, or my car window was leaking if, oh yeah, yeah yeah so exciting stuff that kind of you stuff know. adulting and then oh. i had to drive here to come see you which Aww. i love but i can't Thank really you. be on the internet while i'm driving true that's not and safe. then i get here and i don't we don't spend time on our phones i only spend time on my phone when i'm alone Aw, except for when I'm like, Casey, are we doing, are we doing social media time right now? Because I can get my phone out too. Once in a while, I do have to say that to you. True. Okay. And then anytime I get on, you're like, I think we just need to schedule like social media time. Last week, I was on my phone an hour less because you know how your phone reports your screen time? Yeah. Yeah. It was, I was less an hour less than usual okay i wonder why because i've been lecturing you probably i don't know i was doing stuff i haven't really been lecturing him by the way all right here's my high five moment ready i am loving couples therapy and i am working through stuff and we have found this perfect therapist i love her i mean she's no nothing's perfect but she's amazing she's pretty awesome she's perfect for us yeah and i don't have a lot of experience with couples counseling as a therapist or as a client. Um, so this has been really cool how we've kind of been going together, doing our individual issues and supporting each other. And she's like teaching us how to do that. Yeah. We went the first time together. And then after we each had an individual, we each had an individual, you had two. Yeah. I had to have two. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, mental mom show. Uh, I'm Megan Barr, your host. After those two, in my one, we came back together. Now we've had like three together sessions. Yeah. It's been really good. It's been nice. It has been. I think it's helped us get to know each other's uh, backgrounds and issues and why we get... Are who we are. (laughs) Yeah. Why we are who we are and why we react the way we do to certain things. And I have been... Uh, working on claiming my story, claiming yeah, my truth. Your truth. Yeah. So it's not about what I think other people think happened in situations or or what I've been told I should think. It's about it, what actually really yeah. I pers- I lived. Right. Which duh, like I tell people that all the time as a therapist. <laughs> but yeah, you're you're too involved, so you need that outside, outside person, third person. I think I do pretty well. Tell me if you think. Agreed. I take off my therapist hat in there, don't I? Yeah. Like, I let her be the therapist. You do. And at times, though, I, I can tell you guys have some sort of... Like, we're having our moment. ...therapist chemistry, and then I'm just over there. And then she apologizes. Being me. like, But, no, it's cool. It's yeah, nice. I really try hard to not overstep my boundaries with... No, and let you have time I, to talk. I think you're being yourself. You're being you're allowing yourself to like be the client. You're not trying to tell her how how it is. How yeah, how it is or I'm a therapist so you don't know anything right. blah, blah 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 like that kind of thing. Yeah. I think it helps too that she's older, she has more experience. And I love that she doesn't treat me like a therapist because I've had that situation before. I don't know if I've talked about that in the, on this show before, but I like the real talk. I, I like when you can talk with somebody. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm a big swearer, but oh yeah, we dropped a lot of f bombs in our last there, session. All three of us. There was there's that like comf- comfortableness. Is that, a, mm-hmm. is that the right word? Because she's not stuffy. She's very down to earth. Right. It, it's it's just like a natural. It's very easy to talk to her, and it, it seems like I've talked to her a lot in my life, but yeah. I haven't. We've and only known her like a month. She just is really good about being, making everybody comfortable. Yeah. is what I'm saying. So like, I, there's no oh, can I can I say can I say the f the word? F word like, cause, but that's how I feel. Like that's yeah. like, that's the only word right now that can express how I'm feeling. And Absolutely. sometimes swearing is the only way, in my opinion. Me too. To express there's nothing like the f word for me yeah it's something yeah Ugh. i use it sparingly but when i use it it's for a reason and no, i mean yeah it. i know it's yeah i don't hear you say it very often no 
You do tell me that I say it a lot more after I've been hanging out with my brother Pete. <laughs> you told me that well, before. and Pete has justified reasons for using the F. He like, sure does. He, he has the perfect placement for F words. He does. He does. Um, so yeah, that's been really good for me, and I've been just doing some like soul searching. The thing with therapy, you work through things and you think that you've worked through things. I've been doing like been in therapy on and off for over 10 years. And I thought I'd worked through all this stuff. And then it's just like, it's not there yet. No. And then, but I feel so much relief just being able to talk to her. And I, Oh, what I was saying is I like that she doesn't treat me like a therapist. She treats me like her client. So I've been in that situation where another professional that I'm seeing maybe glosses over things or thinks that I know more than, I don't know. I can't quite explain it, but she doesn't let me get away with shit. Like she calls me out. She makes me talk about my feelings. She sees right through my um, ability to try and intellectualize or like put that in a little compartment and then maybe try to focus on you or something else to like deflect from my own stuff. So yeah, it just goes back to my whole point of, (coughs) Excuse me. Anybody, any stage of life. And we're being like proactive about it. We're we don't fight we're a lot. We don't, we're not even married. We don't fight. We don't really I mean we might have an argument here and there, but Right. We're going because we're growing together. Oh my god. I'm not really crying. Gross. So gross. Okay. Let's move on to the mental mom moment. Mental mom moment. This is hard, guys. I'm being vulnerable. Okay? Gonna put it out there. Being raw. Somehow I have been using another school corporation's school calendar, which hasn't been a problem, weirdly, until spring break. Yeah. And I was going nuts. Like, why, why is everyone else saying spring break is this week? And my school calendar says it's this week. The school calendar from the school. But it was from a school, but not the right not school. Not the right school. <laughs> Somehow I printed off, got, and then like mixed it in with our school corporation. Like our, uh, somehow, I don't know, why, Casey. What was the, uh, why do you have another school's calendar? Um, because last summer I was researching school, other school corporations because I, it was possible that I might be moving. Oh, yeah. And so I had all of these school calendars because I was just kind of like comparing things. And you kept that one. Somehow that's the one I kept. I don't know if that's an ADD thing or what, but like I read something and in my head it's what I want it to be. But then when I get out of my funk, I like actually read the words that are on the paper. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense at all. Okay. Um, But it... Or maybe I don't read the top line. Maybe I, I just see probably, like yeah. words. And all school calendars look or pretty much the same. Or you skim it. I bet you it's a skimming situation. And you just you saw know how... like school count. I don't know. You saw like keywords. Yeah, keywords. That's didn't it. See and the block like, the lettering. School name. It all looks the same, and and they're just like boxes with numbers. That's what calendars are. And then they have like little things on and the they... side that tell you what's you yeah. know. And well, it's pretty impressive that they were completely the same until two spring break. School calendars from two hours apart are pretty much in sync. Totally been working. For spring break. Um, until spring break because I cleared my schedule next week, week for my girls' spring break. However, they're off this, this week, <laughs> this coming week, so starting Monday. In two weeks. Today, when the show comes out. Right. They're off. Wow. Yeah, but you know what? I'm in therapy. I have this Capri Cosmo, and I'm not upset about it. I'm fine. I'm making it work. Yeah. And thank you so much for genuinely smile, like giving me like a real smile about that and not being like, oh my God. Sometimes you do this head nod thing that's like, oh my God, and you did not do that. Thank you. It's probably this mom juice that's that's got me. I'm going to give you more and more mom juice. All right, so well, that was my awesome. yeah. Do you have any follow up questions on that or? There's no more to talk about <laughs> with that. Hey, uh, tip one million four hundred and sixty three from the mental mom to our oh, listeners. I thought you were doing the rent song. 
No. Just read the top of the calendar and make sure it's your actual school district corporation. It's the, it's the fine print that gets you. It does, especially when it's bold and it's large lettering and yeah, it's at the top of the it's page. very top of the header of the page, yeah. Glad I can be here to do this public service announcement for you all. All well, right. Well, I'm sure you're not the only one that that's ever happened to. I would sure love to hear somebody tell me that they're not, that I'm not alone, that they've done something just they've as crazy. probably done something. The best part was when I was just like, I'm like, why is the world against me? Like, why is everybody else crazy? What, what, am I living in some alternate universe? Because the way I figured it out is the principal of the school emailed all the parents, like a big group email of, hey, reminder, spring break starts this day. And I'm like, the principal has to know. And you're like, no. And then I, Dear Mr. Principal. I did not email him. Uh, you were wrong. That's when the investigation started. Well, at least you yeah, figured it out on your own. I figured it out. Before I sent the Before massive email. Before you sent the email and replied all. Because you would think that like, because in the back of my head, I'm like, I can't be the first mom who's noticed that the school corporation, our school corporation has put out inaccurate information. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. Today's topic. <laughs> Gosh. I don't really know what to call it yet, but I'm sure it'll come to me. Um, apparently, our listeners enjoy... Our documentary and show recommendations and reviews. Oh, is that right? Yes. Well, you're welcome. Did I tell you I ran into your cousin at... Oh, yeah. You and went... she's a listener? Yeah. She listens. You told me at the baby shower. Yes. And... Um, yeah, you're getting really in with the... With the fam. The fam. And she's fabulous. I love her. And she also is a true crime. She loves true crime. I feel like every woman it's a... loves true crime. Some of us are out. Some of us are not. And I'm I, out. I don't I have think been. that's a sexist thing to say. I just think that... That there are more true crime fans women that are women. Are really, I just... Probably because we've suppressed our anger. Because we're told to be quiet so much. That we've we've suppressed our anger for so long that we... That you're just trying to plan the perfect murder. So it's just research. We're just always researching. That's what I think. I don't know. It's interesting. A lot, like a lot of women in my life are... Don't get me wrong. I like true crime yeah, that's as I much as the next you. person, but I feel like when I discuss true crime, it's with a female. <laughs> that's true. Now, my brother Pete, he likes some true crime. Yeah. He and I might go to Crime Con. You're welcome to come. Crime Con? Have you not heard of it? No. It. What is that? It, every year. I think it's in Chicago. Um, it's a global event. It's national, at least, probably global. But all of, like, Payne Lindsay was there one year um, from Up and Vanished. Uh-huh. Like, it's basically like, I've never been to a con, like but a, like... Yeah, I get, I get the concept, but what do you do at Crime Con? Because everybody's dead. <laughs> it's not... No, it's for the people investigating. It's like true crime investigators. Oh. Um, people from the FBI show up. Um, yeah. Like, like retired. Well, the FBI like, okay. can't talk about stuff. They can talk about case, some things about cases, or like you know, um, the case, the um, Golden Gate Killer. It, he has like twenty names. The Golden Gate Killer. Um, help me. Why can't I think of this? I have no idea. This mommy juice is getting to me. Anyway, Crime Con. Yeah, Golden State Killer. Give it up. Okay, he was just arrested like a few months ago. I have no idea. After thirty years of you're way more into it than okay. I am. Okay. But... Anyway, like there's um, true crime podcasters that show up there. I mean, you have booths. You have you have designated okay. well, spaces. I, it's just I get the concept because like Comic Con, but like with Comic Con, there's your suit. The guys that play the superheroes right. are we, there. That's where you get like autographs. We you would booths. dress up as different um, weapons. So. You could dress up as a knife. You could dress up as a gun. You could dress up as a candlestick, you know, from Clue. What is... Yeah. I'm I, kidding. I'm making that part up. I was about up. to say. <laughs> it's just like ClueCon. <laughs> ClueCon. No, but really, CrimeCon is real. And it's okay. just people who um, are into it. cases and sure. want to talk about crime. True crime. All right. Yeah. You want to come when Pete and I well, go? Well, I love to go to Chicago. I, I don't okay. know if I'll go to CrimeCon, but while you guys I'm, are there, I'll go... I'm 60, 60% sure that um, it's in Chicago. I'll find out the details. Yeah. Okay, 2020, everybody. Crime con. Let's all go. All right. On that note, 
let's talk about how did we forget to talk about abducted in plain sight? That's not what it, yeah, I have no idea. I mean. I don't know because there was a lot going on. I mean, we spent a lot of time on the vaccination thing. Yeah, that, that was. And that then. Was a uh, so remember when Kayla from the motherboard, my friend, yeah. our friend, I won't hog her all to myself. Um, she posted that hilarious comment on Facebook like a couple months ago. Oh, yeah. That's why I watched the show. Or right. Because she the, posted, yeah. is this a comedy or? Yeah, it, it's. So, so if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix, Abducted right? in Plain Sight. It's on Netflix. It is a documentary. It covers the kidnapping of Jan Broberg. Uh, she lived in Idaho, like upper middle class family, small town. Everybody knows everybody. This Just the nicest, nicest other, darn people you've yeah, ever met. This other family like moves into town. The dad of that family's good looking dude really personable he befriends all of a sudden he's coming family. over for cookies and milk a lot he's hanging out yeah but then staying for dinner he's got some then he's babysitting then he's taking her taking one of the daughters on a trip yeah it gets it picks up it real picks fast. up and but he's a master manipulator and the main thing is like how did this happen you watch it and you're just like, hey, this this can't be real. Like the parents are just, they seem like the most. Well, they are really nice, good people, and that's how well, it that's happens. That's the problem. That's the problem. But, so then they come across like they're idiots, right? Which and they're that's, not. They're, they're not. It's just they were kind-hearted and taken advantage, extremely taken advantage of by this neighbor guy who looks like a family man, and then. He starts spending all this extra time with their daughter. He has this weird um, obsession with her, grooms her for he's years. A, he's a pedophile. He's a pedophile, and um, she ends up. He ends up taking her to Mexico, I believe. Yeah. And you should just watch it because it's guys. It's got it all. Yeah. It's I got mean, aliens. I don't ruin anything. Like, you we know don't how I feel anything. about aliens. Can I just say that? Okay. There's a story. Yeah. There. It's. It's bizarre. But what's crazy, and I think what we're getting into, yeah. is that those parents are, how do I say it? They're, that type of people, I feel like... They they would never hurt anyone, so they can't possibly wrap their head around the fact that someone else would be bad and try to hurt them. Right. Fast forward to the time we live in now, the master manipulators are very wealthy, or they have these quote-unquote great ideas and they're geniuses right the power structure it's is... the power yeah so instead of just being your next door neighbor that is a pedophile and wants to be with your daughter they are everywhere well yeah but they've created these ideas and they know how to manipulate wealthy people into buying into an idea right and scamming people yeah which leads us to what you had me watch Today. Today was the inventor. Yes, the inventor, which is on HBO. HBO, yep, and it's by the same director or creator who did Going Clear. Going Clear, the um, Scientology documentary. Oh yeah, the inventor, Out for Blood in Silicon Valley, and it's the story of Elizabeth Holmes, who basically used her waspy. Look and her good looks and her boobs and she's attractive. Yeah, to verbally seduce all of these men, the the most powerful, some of the most powerful white men. I had to say white. I don't know if that's appropriate or not, but they are all white. They were all and one Indian, one guy. Indian. But the investors, the ones who actually invested all of the millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, were these old men i'm just gonna say it they're old okay mm -hmm. and she supposedly had this great idea to we don't know we don't understand it's, what she was doing she was she was trying to simplify from my understanding was trying to simplify blood work so how we get our blood drawn to find out if we have certain diseases 
that she wanted to make that process similar and wanted the patient to have total control, to have the ability to ask themselves to have blood work done. Right, so that they because, wouldn't have to have a doctor's order for because it. Because currently you have to have a prescription from An a order. doctor. Yeah. Or, yeah, the, the doctor has to write it out. Yeah, and has for to you order to have, it. Yeah. Has to order it. So, but she was like, let's skip that because we have our own rights right. to our own health. So she wanted to create this technology and engineering, medical engineering stuff that would, that would like, you'd be able to like prick your finger, take a drop of blood and get 200 results. 200 tests. You could be tested for 200 things and have them accurately come back instead of having your vein basically tapped. Right, because some people and, it's really hard to find their veins, and um, and they're afraid of needles. And it people gets have into like all chronic that. health problems. You like have to get their blood drawn regularly. Um, so basically, Elizabeth Holmes, she's 19 years old. She's drops out of Stanford. Stanford, okay, and because she's got this idea, she can't quite convince anybody who has any merit, any like medical medicine background background she goes to phyllis gardner who is um just read her her bio online she's been at stanford forever she and i believe she's a physician and has done some amazing things in her years working as as a researcher as a teacher she started up companies and she has that medical knowledge that background and and so elizabeth goes to her and says here's my idea and Phyllis is like, I'm really sorry. I should call her Dr. Gardner. Yeah, Dr. Dr. Gardner. Like, I don't know, Phyllis. We're not, like, hanging out. Um, Dr. Gardner says, yeah, I see where you're going with this, but it's not going to work. I think she, got, she said that, what was her actual... that's fun, but that, that won't work. Right, that's fun, but that won't work. Yeah. Um, so Elizabeth, in all of her um, blonde hair and eye makeup and big red lips and um boobs and her steve jobs outfit yeah she's obsessed with steve jobs so she had the the same all black black turtleneck uh she okay listen moms moms are you out there listen ready i have solved all of our wardrobe problems all of our fashion problems i haven't solved it i'm sorry i shouldn't take credit elizabeth holmes has solved it for us there's three looks ready clean out your closets this is what it is you need a turtleneck for every day of the week, black. Every one is black. The second look, so you'd wear the black turtleneck and black pants, okay? Black pants every day, that's all. Black, and black shoes every day. And the black turtleneck. That's your, like, basic uniform. Then, if it's a dressy day at the office or you have something, like a meeting, you throw on the black blazer, okay? If it's a casual day, you throw on the black hooded, what is it, like a puffer vest yeah. kind of thing? Like you're going to go skiing. Yeah, you're going to go hiking, skiing. Or do a TED Talk. But not super puffy. Yeah. Right. So um, that's it, guys. That's it, ladies. That's all we need that's in our wardrobe. I think that would solve a lot of our problems. But yeah, she had this weird fascination with Steve Jobs. And I yeah. don't know. I don't know if I told you this part because you haven't listened to The Dropout yet, which everyone should listen no, to. No, yeah. If you're interested, ABC put out a, um, I don't know, like an eight-part podcast on this whole story it gives you a lot of background information way better than this job i'm doing i'm telling you but in that they the um reporter tells us that elizabeth actually got the same japanese designer who worked with steve job jobs i guess on his wardrobe to do her wardrobe yeah that's how obsessed she was yeah didn't she find out like where he bought his sweater his turtlenecks and then like yeah. To the st- I don't know. I think She's it went even crazy. deeper than that. And then she even changed her voice. Yeah. So to sound, she sounds like a dude. At guys, first, I thought she. You gotta was, watch it for just for this. At first, I thought she was a dude that became a woman. Like, You're like, is I this first, a man? You're like, Meg, is this a man? Is this yeah. a story about a, a someone transitioning? And I'm like, no, just keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> just no, keep it's watching. bizarre. Like she takes on this whole persona that isn't even really her to manipulate all of these people men Men. she manipulated men yeah so she didn't manipulate any um 
she she manipulated some women who were way way young. Like that's who her labs were filled with were were young engineers, young people. Well, and because anybody that questioned anything right. on this machine, it was called the Edison the the Edison. machine that was supposed to run off, like these two hundred tests mm-hmm. off of that little vial of blood. Uh, but anybody that started questioning it that had any merit, they were basically kicked to the curb right. and brought in a younger person, like fresh out of school. Like that's in their very early 20s. Thinking they're going to, you know, oh, I got this great job. I'm, I'm going to do whatever I need to do. Right. And it just, just goes on and on and on. And it's it's uh, like smoke and mirrors type yeah. of thing. Like never really... That's that's what blows my mind in like today's society. It's like nobody's que- like they have questions. People are so, okay with not getting some answers. Some people have questions, but then she gives some like weird back. I, I don't even know. Like it doesn't make any sense. What like, she's saying doesn't make these, sense. These responses that she vague. gives, they're really vague, and people just buy it, and they're just like, oh, okay. Well, because I guess from what I was learning from watching this is that this. When you're a startup company, it's, I guess, really normal to have a lot of secrets and, like, be kind right. of paranoid and you don't want anyone stealing your ideas. Um, so she took that to a new level. But this – what I want to talk about, though, is maybe it's because the internet is around and we're all just way more connected. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like this is sort of thing tends to be <gasps> happening more frequently or maybe it's just because we're more connected and you more know exposed I mean? to more it. exposed to it. But these people like her that just can lie, you know, they, what, what is that? What is that? Because like from a human behavior point of view. Yeah. Is it, is it narcissism or is it that they just, that's, they really believe what they're saying and to them, they're not lying. Well, that's what, that's why I love the documentary because they have these different um, experts talking about that of like, okay, do you think, you know, and they're not even sure with her. They, so there's like that economic behaviorist guy. He's yeah. really interesting. I wrote his name down. Dan, oh, I just want to give him credit because he was really interesting. Dan Beerly, B-I-E-R-L-Y, a behavioral economist. He was breaking it down, um, just like the human behavior part of, of she, because she believed, is he the one who called her a zealot? Yeah. She believed in what she was doing so much. <clears throat> that she like refused to see her failures? Yes. She was refused to see the truth. And, and because she believed she was doing something good, you know, helping um, all these people who would get all these blood tests done and find out their results way sooner... She convinced herself what she was doing was okay. <clears throat> but what's wild is that they're not getting results because they they set up these Walgreens buys in. They pitch in like four hundred million dollars because they want to be the first place that has this machine. Right. But they give this money, and then she's like, "Well, we can't put the machines actually in your stores." Uh, so just draw the blood. We'll, we'll send somebody over there, teach all the staff how to draw the mm-hmm. blood. And Walgreens is like, Oh, okay, cool. So it started out with the thumb prick. They were sending the blood in to Th- Theranos. Theranos. Mm-hmm. I, wonder, I keep wanting to say Thanos, but Thanos. that's the Avenger bad guy. Yeah. It's a, it's a good uh, Theranos. And the, 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 the chemists there and everything are, like we can't, we can't do this, right? Because the machines, they were still actually trying to use the Edison machine there, right? But it wasn't even completed, so they were actually using the third-party blood machines, machines that are already used everywhere. Yeah, that they're trying to get away from, right? So they're lying about that, right? And then it get, even gets to the point where they quit doing the thumb pricking mm-hmm. because they can't get they need because they're just doing it like every other lab yeah it just it just starts turning into yeah how you normally would get your blood drawn and how you get the test done so they they would take the big sample like how you normally get your blood drawn then try to put it in the edison but then the edison was not accurate at all so these people say say they were getting tested for like the one guy said syphilis Mm -hmm. and so say they're getting tested for 100 people are getting tested for syphilis and 45 of those people, the result actually shows that they have syphilis. 
all actually a hundred of them have syphilis, right. but the remaining uh, uh, sixty something, sixty or whatever, says that they don't have syphilis when they actually do because that machine is that inaccurate. That much. So now you have these handful of people thinking they don't have syphilis running around right doing whatever and then if they get a cut or whatever then they're exposing more people so it's like not only are they lying they're putting they're doing the exact opposite of what her goal is is to make a healthier world and planet and exposing people to diseases or telling people they have cancer when they don't have cancer and just ruining their life with this mixed messages it's wild and I can't believe that people think like that. Is it that she really just told her lie so much that she actually believed it? I still think to that point, or they're just a narcissist and they just they just can't help but lie. I think it's all of that. I mean, the fact that I mean, she's just such a master manipulator. The fact that she changed her the voice. tone of her voice. Yeah, that's so crazy. And, and that's been debated. I mean, you can't. You watch the first, what, five, ten seconds of the documentary, and you're like, what? Is that a man talking? Yeah, for real. I was... But I, she looks like a Barbie doll. I wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt, but like after like 20 minutes, I was just like... You're like, in, Meg, I'm inside, not watching I was just like, a documentary I can't about listen someone to her. transitioning right now. Well, I can't <laughs> listen to her. It's hard to listen to it her was. talk. It was. It was hard. And so from what I've researched, she, there are like a friend of hers from high school and then um, Phyllis Gardner, Dr. Gardner from Stanford said she didn't have that voice. She used to have a regular voice. And then they showed that clip. Was that on the documentary? Yeah. And, yeah. And then on something else I was researching, she's on, she's interviewed on mad money that, um, yeah. After the wall street journal co- yes. article comes out, like exposing, exposing them. her. Yeah. And she doesn't have that. She voice gets real anymore. heated. Mm-hmm. And she's like, like yeah. starts talk. I'm sorry, that's not exactly what she sounds like, but like a normal talking in her normal voice. voice. So George, some of the people that she convinced. I don't know how much you know about these people, but I was doing some research. Tim Draper. He's was like one of the first investors in Hotmail, Tesla. He's like yeah. Okay, then we've got. This is just a, a few of them. Henry Kissinger, and then George Schultz. So yeah, she convinced. Henry Kissinger, who has sat down during war times yes. and tried to negotiate peace to invest <laughs> in this bogus company. Because of her boobs. Remember Aaron Brockovich? They're called boobs, Ed. Do you remember that from that movie? But do you really think that's what it is? Yes. Like, that's all that it is. She's beautiful. Well, okay. She, I don't personally think she's beautiful. I think she looks like a fake waspy Barbie doll. And she doesn't blink. She doesn't blink. She's she, psycho. So she's able to... So she looks the part. Then she makes her voice sound like a man's voice. So when she's hanging out with all these men, these high-powered men, then she like kind of fits in. And then she can... She plays on... And this is what one of the behaviorists was saying. She plays on that human emotion. Um, you know, she, she talks about... So data... Sorry, I got really excited there. Sorry. Data versus stories. That's what that... Right. Behaviorist was talking about. There's this data, this information, or lack thereof in this case, and then there's the story. So she's telling the story of her uncle who She spent all this time with And she loved and he ended up having um He got like melanoma or skin cancer. Skin cancer, then it turned into brain cancer. And then it yeah. And then he was dead within like however long. I don't know. But so she uses that and she uses like these little kids who are getting all this blood work done on her campaigns. And like she just plays on those vulnerabilities and fear. So it's that fear based thing. And then she just looks like this Stepford wife. She looks like a robot. And a robot. Yeah. When I say boobs, I just mean kind of like she just used herself in a way. Like at first glance, when I saw her. I was like, okay, she's an attractive woman. Yeah, you can't and disagree. She seems like she's she has this walk, mm-hmm. you know, like confidence, this yep. aura that she gives off. Like you can just see through the TV. And she doesn't and blink. Then, but then you start hearing. Then her voice got me. I'm, I'm not going to get past that. Yeah, I know. like her voice got to me. So then I was like, this is weird, mm-hmm. and I don't know anything about the field that she's in. So. Right. I mean, could have sold me anything probably right. because I can't. I think that's what happened with these. Re- um... I can't try to debate with that. But 
it's it's almost to that point too of can you bullshit a bullshitter you know that's what i mean it, it, yeah not that money gives you intelligence or like that type of thing but james mattis but, the gen- the u.s military general yeah he was one of the investors none of these people that were is it that they have that much money that it, it just is like a drop in the bucket to them that they don't care that they that they've invested in these things that are going nowhere for years and you don't see any, you ask about the progress, you get some runaround answer that sounds somewhat intelligent, but really it's just a bunch of words put together. Right. And you just are like, okay. Well, I think that's, um, that's, you know, I'm obsessed with like cults and studying cult leaders and how they are able to get this power over people. And she's comparable. I mean, that's, that's that, that, manipulative uh, person who knows exactly what to say. Yeah. And, and and some of them do it little by little by little. And you remember the, remember Schultz, his grandson, who I think is. Yeah. He's like one of the chemists or engineers. Yeah. And he really was such a hero in my opinion. Yeah. Um, his, he's got this big, powerful grandfather and he stands up and says, Hey, Grandpa. This is all bullshit. This is all bullshit. I work in the lab, and you remember? Is he the one who called it? He said there was like the tile versus the carpet. So yeah, the tile, the carpet the world, lab. and the tile world. Yeah. And so the lab, they're they're like, this isn't working. Nothing's going right. And then in the carpet world, where she's in front of the press and she's you know doing her whole thing on getting all these awards and accolades, and it's complete discrepancy. And then I think when when there were all of those results that were just false that weren't true and so these lab people are are they're seeing like people are getting the wrong information about their health and yeah like, this is dangerous yeah that's when the whistleblowers started yeah coming out and uh and to compare it you guys it is fire festival meets the medical industry yeah like that's literally what it is it's like this documentary was like fire festival for nerds super nerds yeah and they're throwing parties mm-hmm. like they get one thing approved by the FDA. The whole time they're not approved by the right. FDA. And then they get one thing and they throw this huge... Like it, luau like or better something. better than the fire Festival. Yeah. <laughs> it, but you would have thought that they just like cured cancer. Cancer, cancer is cured and, now. And it's the most whitest scene. Oh my God. They, if nothing else, watch it for this scene. awkward dancing to MC Hammer. All these waspy white people in oh a human Oh my being. gosh. No rhythm. No rhythm. Nothing. Yeah, it, that's how. That's what I can compare it to right now in this day and well, age of like Fire Festival like, and The Inventor are the same thing right. but in different worlds. Yes, it's just hype. It, it, it's hype. Yeah, and it's, it's just building it up. It's they're exactly. So I think one of the reasons that I'm so drawn to these kinds of stories or trying to understand is I have been susceptible at times in my life. I mean, little by little, you start believing things and that people are telling you or like you can get caught up like in the emotions because I I like pick up on energy and I I'm easily like energized by other people and so like I've had to learn a lot about myself and my truths and my boundaries and all my stuff to not get like sucked into yeah I think that's where we where we differ is that maybe that's why better now you are a better person than me oh I don't know not that I was raised to see the worst in people like at the beginning but, I was raised to see the best in people. Yeah, you're always like good. In, everybody's got good intentions. Whereas, let's find people's strengths. I and was, focus on them. I was kind of told always. Yeah, there, there's good people, but there's a, not that they're always somebody's always out to get you, but to just kind of always have your guard up. Yeah, like, like guard. Maybe, mm-hmm. mom. Maybe that's wrong, but that's what I've got from my. Well, my I'm, years of growing up is just I don't to, think you get manipulated with a often. little bit of skepticism and people, you know, just kind of have your guard up. Luckily for me, what I think I, I have really good people skills. You do. And I do more listening a lot than I do talking beyond people skills. The, you have observation skills. And yeah. Like you, you can really figure people out pretty well. Yeah. I do a lot more listening than I do talking, especially if I'm in a place that I I don't know very well and I'm meeting new people. You're like taking it all in. Yeah, because I'm sure there's a lot of times when I meet people at first 
depending on what company I'm in or where I'm at, you know, I could be really talkative or other times I'm just kind of quiet, reserved. And it's more of me just observing, but that's, that's what blows my mind though, mm-hmm. is that or, you, you grow up and you think, okay, foolishly, you think at least in my mind that a lot of people are like yourself or the house you grew up that's in. That's what that, I mean. Like I a wouldn't. lot of people that way. And then you get into the world and you're like, there's a lot of dumb people out here <laughs> that have no common sense, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's not that they don't have common not sense. That, Cause these sure, are some, I shouldn't say it that that's way. That's okay. But. but there are some really, really smart people we're talking about. That's how powerful manipulation is, though. Like, remember I was telling you early today that I cannot remember where I read this or heard this or whatever, but that, like, example of, of a frog in a pot, okay? Right. And I don't know why you would... I don't know how the frog got there or why the, what the frog's doing there. Science. Science. Probably a science experiment of some kind. Sure. So the frog's in the pot, and, you, and so the frog can jump out at any time. Well, you slowly are turning up that the heat. heat. And the water gets hotter. Yeah, the frog doesn't jump out because it doesn't really feel it because it's so tiny, just tiny bits at a time that yeah. it's going up. And then all of a sudden the frog's dead because it's... Boiling. Boiled to death. And that that's what happens to people, little by little by little. Kind of like that whole gaslighting thing. Yeah. Which, hey, that's on our movie list and we still haven't watched it. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. But that's how it happens. It's not that people... Yeah, there are some people who are just idiots, but I, I don't think... Yeah, it's not fair to say that they're idiots. It, it just... It's one susceptible. Thing I'm that's, never, I like the word yeah, susceptible. It's one thing I'm never going to understand, and I don't think anybody's ever going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, when you're watching this documentary or you're on the outside... Because I knew nothing about this. and like, But you're on the outside looking in, and you're like, well, duh. like duh. why? <laughs> just like the abduct, abducted in plain sight. It's like, right. come on, you guys. Like, Don't you see seriously? what's happening to your daughter right before right. your eyes but and then it happens again with the same guy abducting right. her it, it's it just fascinates me that these people in this case with all of this money never really like hardcore questioned her or got fed up you know it's it's like i think that's because once they had all that money invested they wouldn't maybe allow themselves to believe well, it. Well, that's the thing. It's like, how much money do you guys have? Because like, if Probably I was a ton more than we would ever know what to do with. Hundreds of millions of dollars, you know. Yeah, I don't know how much. Like, they, but it was millions. I would want results after some point, but it just to me, it's like you guys must have a a, a crap ton of money. Well, that and think about you don't... what if they have like numerous investments going on at once, and so. They're, they, she probably knew exactly what to say just to keep them yeah, off her back. Yeah, totally. I mean, and then they're yeah. on to their next thing, and then they're having dinner with, you know. Yeah, like I said, the on president. the outside looking in after everything has been brought to light, like it's easy to make these. But, but it's not judgments. I mean, that's not okay. No, it's not. And there's no way to protect the, you know, against this. I would say other than just to start making yourself be a little bit more skeptical mm-hmm. of people's intentions yeah well how about this this is interesting little fact um so the company she started is called theranos so she combined therapy and diagnosis oh theranos but clever girl that's how she uh got everybody okay so to wrap it up casey um you know it's never appropriate as a mental health practitioner to assess someone without doing a full assessment in person and meeting them and asking, doing our whole like thing mm-hmm. that we do. But from what I saw with my own eyes and from what I've read, I I mean, I think she really has sociopathic tendencies. Um, she doesn't narcissistic tendencies. And I think she's delusional in terms of, she believes what she's doing is okay. And she's just fueled by, I think she's fueled by fame. I think part of her thinks she's helping people. That Maybe that maybe that's what she tells herself, that yeah. she's helping people, and that's why it's okay. But, yeah, she's fueled by that, that fame, that spotlight, that... Yeah, the, the attention. The attention and the power, I think, of, like... Of pulling it, like, getting it, getting... Pulling... What am I trying to pulling say? Pulling the wool over yeah, people's pulling eyes. Pulling the wool over people's eyes. So I think I would really love for people to watch it and then let us know what they think. 
um, it's, it just touches on a lot of, you know, human behavior. That's, that's my thing. That's what yeah, I love. Yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, it, it goes really well with where we are mm-hmm. as a society. Like, I would say in the last, I mean, between Fire Festival, our current political situations, and... What about Zuckerberg or whatever lady, Facebook guy? He's nuts, He's too. in on it, too. Yeah, they're all just nuts. I'd say the only, until probably this will come out now, like, the guys at Google have probably been doing something. They're doing sketchy stuff, too, I'm sure. But you don't see them in the news. No. Like, the- they seem to be... I really don't know anything. Or Bill Gates. He seems He's fine. Odd. He's good. And he's retired anyway, so what's it matter? Yeah, good job, Bill. But um if you want ethics training, go visit Bill Gates. He's doing it pretty he's doing a pretty good yeah, job. Yeah, I'm just the the mid 2000s Whoa. Like this time what was happening in history. It's it's there's a lot of money around and we made it past Y2K. Everyone thought it was the end, and, and I think people got a little bit excited. Yeah, it's insane amount of money. And master manipulators mm-hmm. that live in this, like, uh, it's a very small moment in time, but, I mean, they are living that life for a good five, six years, whatever, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's like, like, they can pull, that's how long they can pull it off. Yeah, till it all catch, I mean, it, it all, it all comes around, it, they all get caught. Guys, come on, Just, wearing black every day, I'm all about some black. Steve Jobs wore blue jeans, so you knew he was legit. Right, because you know what my favorite outfit is? Black shirt and jeans. Yeah. Easy. Goes with everything. And he didn't he just wanted to make the world easier. Well and he actually he did that. He, yeah. And I don't know anything about him really. I've never read his book. I don't really know much well, about him. Was one, he a sociopath the, the crazy one guy, guy? He was very intense. Okay. He was an, we have to be he right? was more of a an idea guy. Like he he developed he had these ideas and then he had people he assembled people around him that could bring his ideas and thoughts to creation, like to life. And he knew how to market things. He right. knew how to sell things. That was his thing. I mean, he wasn't like a builder, but he, like the innovator, he could think up these ideas and have these creations and get people around him that could bring those things to life. Okay. And he actually had a real product and a real thing. Right. <laughs> Right. She didn't. And she he never did. And he wasn't putting people's lives at risk. Right. Like they, the one guy in the documentary talks about. Yeah. He's like, ha- How he kind of compares her to Steve Jobs. He's like, well, this is why Steve Jobs and her are very different is that he's working just with technology and creating, you know, cell phones, iPads, iPhones, you know, like. For communication. Communicate. Yeah. Like. Not for lab tests and like. Blood draws and people's... Patients, yeah. Yeah, patients people's or lives. futures or yeah. medical treatment. So it's just a fascinating time it is. that we're in. It's a little scary. I'm sure this stuff's always been going on, but we... Right. You know what's cool? We can talk about it on our own podcast and reach people. Right. That's pretty cool. Steve Jobs. Thanks, Steve. He's in the cloud. I think that's where he is. Yeah, I like, the, I like your theory on that. He didn't die. He just uh, uploaded his consciousness. He left his human body and went up into the cloud yep love that on that note on that note on that fluffy cloud note and in the cloud note uh once again thanks everybody who has listened continues to listen almost shares likes rates subscribes it's all very much appreciated thank you thank you very much um we are now i don't know if i can't remember but you can now find us on spotify and Stitcher, mm-hmm. Megan. Thank you. We're on Stitcher, Stitcher. now. Stitcher. Uh, so Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you can find a podcast, we're on it. And if not, let us know. Go to the ones I just read. Yeah. And <laughs> just, go just get over it. But thank you. And if you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, like to contribute to topics. Or if you just want a quick update on um, Casey's lactose intolerance situation. I'm sure you're all on the edge of your seat. They're going to follow. Please email us at thementalmomshow at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook at thementalmomshow. That's it. And we are out. Bye, y'all. Everybody says that you're moving again. I don't want to do